Hello, everybody. We are live on Facebook with the first official episode of Ask Onik. My name is Joe Ennis, and welcome to the episode today. We are going to be talking about work and the topic of work. What does it mean to balance your work-life balance? How should we view work? Uh, and maybe, you know, tackle a few things that some other uh, <laughs> internet entrepreneurs have said recently that maybe we have some opinions about. So welcome to the episode. Welcome to Ask Onik. Today's the first official yeah. episode. Welcome, yeah. Onik. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for having me <laughs> to host you. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, let's, let's just jump right into things. Um, Today's topic is work, the idea of working um, just in general, working a job. Um, first off, I wanted to ask just kind of what are your opinions on work? Um, you know, what you're kind of saying, um, you know, what are what are your opinions on work? How should people view work? Should it be something that, um, you know, we look at as a civic duty? Or should it be something that we honestly strive to enjoy and love? Um, or, you know, should we consider it just something that we have to do? What, what are your opinions on what work is? Uh, yeah, so we definitely talk about that. Um, first, I just want to say, if everyone's watching this on YouTube or listening to it on any other podcast yes, episode, right. this is a new series within the Fighting Entrepreneur podcast. Um, and we're doing it every Friday. It'll go. Um, and it's just because I find myself I, giving better answers when I'm interviewed instead of like preparing for a talk. And, you know, we do those episodes too. And so now we'll do this. Um, if you want to watch it live, we'll stream it every Wednesday um, inside of the Inside My Head Facebook group. So you can find that Facebook group. Um, and so you always have a couple days head start and watch it live. And, and, and eventually we're going to have all the doodads here so we can like see people's comments and engage with people. Yeah. And maybe one day even allow people to call in. That'll be fun. That would be sweet. Um, okay, work. So I don't, I don't think it's anyone's civic duty. Um, I certainly don't think it's something that everyone has to do. Um, and I certainly also don't think it's something that everyone's always going to enjoy. Listen, there are jobs that have to be done that aren't, that aren't like roses and rainbows. But I think what with jobs, okay, if you're going to have a job, do it justice. Do the job. And I think what's happening in the world right now is that we are, everything is a dichotomy right now. Everything is two sides. If you look at anything, I mean, heck, Elon Musk has now suddenly has two sides. Yeah, right. You, you say the word Elon Musk and you're, you're, you, you've immediately created a it's divide. True. So with work, it's, this has become work bosses are evil. Uh, or the other side, which, you know, I guess I'm on, which is like, no, we're not, you know, <laughs> with like, it's okay. Work or bosses is work. aren't evil. Yeah. Work is work. Like, listen, if you're getting a salary, you're getting paid. How would you feel if you went somewhere and paid for it? So you go to a, let's say uh, someone, I don't know, goes to a mas massage place and pays for a massage and it's a 90 minute massage mm -hmm. and 60 minutes into it, the masseuse is like, ah, you know what? My hands are just hurting. I don't want to do this. And no I just, like, don't want to do this anymore. So, um, <laughs> I'm just going to go sit over there and chill. And then you go, hey, I paid for 90 minutes. Mm -hmm. And then the masseuse is going to turn around and go, you are so evil. Like, you would, my hands hurt. You would make me work through a hurting hand. And it's like, yeah. I mean, I guess that's the expectation, right? And I actually think at work, it's easier because you have like days off or, right. or like, so we're, we're hypocrites. So we want to pay for services. And make sure that service is being delivered to us at top notch. But when we are being paid for our services, 
we all of a sudden have all these problems. And so coming to, I think if you're going to work and if you're going to, you always work hard. Mm. That, that's, that, that comes from my dad. That's, that's, I think it, you, no matter what you do, I have had a lot of jobs I did not like, um, but I worked hard at them. I just did because that's just how I go. And that's also why I have succeeded so much because I've never had this attitude of like someone else to do it for me or that I don't, you know. So now you've got this message um, propelling, which is you should enjoy your work. Well, actually it goes one step further because this is the one that makes me smack my forehead. Work should be fulfilling. Mm. Yes, you're right. Everyone wants to now work for a company that's changing the world or saving the world until they realize how hard it is to work for the company that is changing the world or saving the right. world. So now you want to work for the company that is changing and saving the world, but isn't requiring you to work too hard. But you also want to make top dollars. So you don't want to get penalized for the fact that that company has to hire more people because you don't want to work as hard. Do you see where like it's yeah, absolutely. have your cake, eat it too. But this is where I'm going with this. Um, you got to pay your dues. So absolutely, the problem is I think people are starting to think that the minute they think I should have a job, that very minute that job should be vice president of a company with super fulfilling roles. And, you know, that's not how reality is, mm. right? Like people ask me right now all the time, how is, how's it being like, how's it being a dad? And I'm like, it's amazing. But that doesn't mean there wasn't a time at 3.30 last night when my daughter was screaming her head off when I was like, stop it. Yeah. You know, like that wasn't a fun moment. But that's a part of being like, so that's the thing I'm trying to get everyone to understand is like, I'm not saying people should. So obviously, immediately after listening to this, people are going to say, Onyx a slave driver. You know, he hates his employees. He doesn't he, like them. He uses his employees to like make himself rich. And like, I like throw baseballs at them while they're working <laughs> or some shit. No, it's not the case at all. I actually think you could talk to, you worked for me. Yeah, I did. You know, I, I had a great time. Yeah, super reasonable. I'm fun. I like to have a fun environment. But yeah, if it fun's going too far, but like, guys, we, we got to get work done too. I don't know, man. Work, work hard. Yes, you should enjoy. If you hate what you're doing, like if you dread getting up in the morning, you absolutely need to look at something different. Like yeah. that should never happen. Especially if it's affecting like your actual like physical health. 1000%. Yeah. There is a job out there that will pay you that will help you step stone into where you want to go that you don't dread, hundred mm -hmm. percent. Now, the, the other side of it, just because you're not getting up every morning saying, "Yay, today is going to be the bestest day ever," <laughs> and I'm going to just love every waking moment of everything I do and everyone I meet, and like, well, well, then I'm sorry, you're just setting yourself up for massive disappointment. Yeah, hundred percent. Also, just in like general, like life is just not like that. You don't wake up every day and just expect your life to be perfect, like. Why should you expect that of work? And and I think exactly. also a lot of people think that bosses wake up with that mentality, uh, and they're like, I need to you know be in the same shoes my boss is in. Yeah. But that's not true either. <sighs> um, dude, it is so hard to be a boss, and no, and I'm not I'm not asking for so here come all the attacks. I'm not asking for the violin or sympathy or anything yeah. like. I don't care for any of that. It's hard. People don't understand it. So here's how it works. Okay. 95% of the world falls into the employee bracket or 90% or whatever. I don't yeah, make another number like up. 76% of all facts are made up. So that, there you go. There's a fact. <laughs> um, so let's say 90, 10, 10% of the world falls in the, the boss. So it's easier to, it's safer to say shit that supports the 90% and not the 10%. That's mm. all. Right. Yeah. Because they're the majority and they don't they don't really have a reason to understand. So here's a perfect story. My wife. So when I met her, she was the head of HR of our India office for learn. OK, that's how I met her. 
And I remember a conversation we had. I still remember it because it just really pissed me off, right? So we were not really dating at this point, but we're like talking. She uh, messages me and says, we used to provide car service to our employees to take them to the train station, which is like for our size of company, it was like a big deal. Yeah. I never realized that in India, that car service didn't have air conditioning. And mm -hmm. that if you want air conditioning, the service was twice the cost from the... So she messages me and she's like, we need to have, like the employees are asking for air conditioning. I was like, we don't have air conditioning? She's like, no. I was like, crap, let me talk to the head of office. He's like, we don't have budget, man. It's double the cost. I go back to her. I'm like, I'm sorry, we can't do it. It's twice cost. I don't have the money for it. But hey, we provide a service. Like most companies don't even yeah. provide that. And we got into a fight and she's and she literally said you don't care about your employees and i was like how dare you like i'm actually offering a service i so i just got in trouble with my employees for offering something i should have never even offered i didn't have to but now i'm offering it and it, it's not enough i'm more 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 so you know whatever right years 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 later we talk about it now she's seen it the other side so she's being married to me she sees what it's like to have employees and to have all that responsibility and and she says to me, I remember a few years ago, she came to me, she's like, I am so sorry. I was like, what? She's like, I never thought about it from your side. Like I see it every day now. Like I don't, I don't get to disconnect at five o'clock or at six mm. o'clock or at seven o'clock or at eight o'clock or at nine o'clock or at 10 or at all, right? And so again, not asking for the sympathy wave, it's just easier to vilify the minority because the minority will always be less loud than the majority. So. I just think, yeah, it's not that easy. And I do some are some bosses evil? Hell yeah. Oh yeah. But are some employees really, really shitty? Yeah. Hell yeah. Right. So I know a, I was at times. <laughs> no, I, I don't I don't think I remember ever you being shitty. Oh, thank I, you. Honestly, I don't think we've really ever had that at Learn because we interview so much and so well. But I'm just seeing this message. I'm seeing it on social media. It is concerning to me. I'm seeing TikToks where they're proudly teaching one another. Do you get paid average at work? Well, then why should you do more? You mm. should pay. You should do average. If yeah. your boss calls you at five o two p.m., you should flip them off. Yeah, it's like, no, that's not. It's not how we work. It's not human society. Yeah. Yes, if your boss calls you every day at ten thirty p.m., well, you address that shit. But if it happens one time, if your company happens to desperately need you because something went wrong, don't you have enough loyalty to just help out one yeah. time? Like, right. So it's it, the messaging has got me real. Then that was why that one person, I know you're going to ask me. Well, yeah. It. Yeah. Actually, this is a great segue into that. So we are going to talk about a TikTok video that Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V, put on his TikTok. Um, we actually have it. So we're actually going to roll it now. Check out that video right now. Oh, we can do that? Mm-hmm. Cool. Fucking bosses piss me off. <laughs> bosses get employees and as if like they're there to serve them. It's fucking crazy. The entitlement by small business owners and managers is obnoxious. These are fellow human beings. You have people that own companies that, I expect my people to work the way I work. I'm like, are you giving them the same money? The fuck are you talking about? So, <laughs> Onyx sent me this video in kind of a rage the other night. Now, I don't know what else was building up, whether it's, you know, sleep depravity <laughs> and, you know, whatever it was, but what are your thoughts? Okay, so to start, I'm a fan of Gary Vee. I like Gary Vee. Me too. Well, I, I don't know if I'd say I'd go as far as saying I'm a fan of Gary Vee, but I like Gary Vee. I respect, there you go. I respect Gary Vee. I respect the shit out of Gary Vee because I actually spoke on stage with him at a Tony Robbins event before he was Gary Vee. That's a mm. crazy thing. Um, it's, so I've watched him literally from like, and, and it's just, yeah, he, that guy 
earns every ounce of his success. Nobody would ever. And it's like, he does a bunch of things I don't ever want to do. And hence like, yeah, he works extremely hard. Kudos to you for your success. This video was the first time he's ever said something or made a video that just disappointed me beyond belief because he is just feeding into this. And I really felt right. And I, I would say this to Gary's face because I don't have anything. Uh, I just feels to me like he's panhandling feels to me like he's, 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 cheering the audience on he's, he's getting on the side of what he knows that it's just not fair why are we why are we constantly so first of all there's one part of what he says that i agree with like if i were ever to go to any of my team members and say you should work as hard as i work this is stupid right and if and if a business owner does do that you're dumb but most business owners don't do that okay i've never heard any most i don't that. think that's common okay i think the business owner would say i can see someone saying you should work harder I could see someone saying you should make your deadlines. I could see someone saying you should be more of a solution oriented because I've actually had people tell me, you know, they'll come to me constantly for solutions. And I'm like, dude, you should really figure this out. And they'll be like, well, whatever. It's not my company. And I'm like, well, whatever, then you're not my employee mm -hmm. because I don't pay you just so that you do what I tell you to do. I want you to go out, innovate and come up with solutions. Just the tonality of his in that video and the disgust he shows it's like you're feeding into some shit, man. Don't do it. You have a you have a voice. You have an influence, and what you're doing is just setting up this dichotomy again, and you're turning two people against two fat two groups of people against each other that really need to be harmonious. Like right. this is not good. This just isn't good. And thankfully for me, it doesn't impact me because I love my team. I know my team, and. Um, but yeah, just you put that out there. What you're doing is you're simply feeding that nonsense into a younger generation that hasn't had a chance to experience the world, to build their own, right? It's like, I can see what he says and draw context and apply my experience and block its influence. But the younger generations can't do that. So they immediately think so that I, the boss, am evil. Yeah. Uh, my TikTok that I put up that I said on the TikTok, I why I don't have happy hour with my team. Yeah, I was going to bring that right? up as well. So you work with me. Mm -hmm. I certainly hang out with the team. Yeah. I do cultural events. Yeah, we actually went to get drinks one time. Yeah. So it's not I, it's not like I will never do any of this. It's what the point I'm trying to make is that when you worked with me, my, my goal wasn't to be your friend. Mm -hmm. And I believe through and through in my deepest of hearts that that doesn't serve you either. Mm -hmm. I got to push you. I got to challenge you. Otherwise, how am I going to help you grow? So I put that video up I, and, and everyone's like, you are, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just want to suck every penny out of them. And I'm like, go watch the video. I actually speak to the fact that I want them to grow. But it's become so like, unless my video's message was, hey guys, um, I wake up every morning and beat myself with a brick because <laughs> I just want to be there for my team. Yeah. I don't want to make any money. I don't want anything for me. I give it all away. I am just all about my team. I want them to have all the vacation they want, all the freedom. They can have my car. They can have my house. They can have my child. Unless I say all that shit, I'm evil. Yeah. And it's like, well, that's not reality. Like that's, there's a relationship. Oh, there's a, it's a give and take relationship. It, it yeah. is in the end. And uh, again, to your point, there were a lot of times where we did hang out. I specifically remember you threw a Super Bowl party. Yeah. You know, we had a great time. I remember specifically going out to drinks with the entire team once and you paid for everyone. Yeah. Like, I know you did, did that kind of stuff, but I also know what you mean. Like, a lot of people do expect, you know, 
or they want a boss that's like close friends and buddy buddy with them. I think because they feel like then they can get away with more stuff. Exactly. Which is the problem. Exactly. And and um when I went to that when I went to have drinks with and I paid for everybody, I promise you I did not get drunk. I no, you did you, not. I you, never like I, I don't even know if you got anything. I, I don't remember. Um I may have a drink or two, but I know my limits. It was like a dinner. It wasn't like yeah, out I, late. I to clarify. It's uh it's um yeah, it, it does not serve either party well. It does not serve I like it's it's the worst thing that you can do. It makes it really difficult to run a company and it creates problems and uh, I think people want that until they get it and then they realize it ain't exactly what they want. Yeah. I mean, again, I have been, you know, a sole proprietor for a few years now and I've worked with friends and even in that short amount of time of having them as contractors, I've kind of thought the same thing in my short time of being like this person is kind of getting away with stuff because they know that I'm not, I'm going to be nice to them. Yeah. And like, whenever I drop the hammer on them, sometimes they'll come back kind of like laughing, like, yeah, right. You're joking. And I'm like, or, no, I really need. Or they get more angry. How dare yeah. you talk to me like right. this? Yeah. How dare you say this to me? I thought we were friends. Mm -hmm. And it's like, so, um, yeah, it's, it's a dangerous, uh, there was another comment on the same TikTok where one person said anyone commenting against this advice is either 15 or has never ever led a single team in their life. And that was the most honest, truthful comment because I bet you most people, now there were CEOs and people in those comments that were responding saying, I have a team of 200, I go to a happy hour with my team all the time. And uh, I respect that and I'm glad they're making it work. But if I'm a betting man, I still feel given enough time, they're gonna come to my side of this argument mm. within the next few years. Because what they're doing, if they are becoming friends with their employees, they're gonna realize sooner enough that doesn't work. My own, one of my own very close friends who runs a company who just two years ago told me I was wrong. He's a very dear friend of mine. And ask him today and he's like, sorry dude, 100%, you are right. Yeah. Can't do it. I think, I think what's important is just making sure there's a line. Like we're not saying don't, you know, be nice to your employees and yeah. maybe don't hang or, and don't not hang out with them or anything or no. like, you know, you know, get along and be friends, but don't, you know, get so close to them that it becomes an emotional thing. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. In terms of correction. That that's absolutely what we're saying. I am absolutely going to hang out with my team. I know a lot about them. Um, but at the same time, like, there are times when I've exited left stage, like the team might be four drinks in and ready to go out to the next bar. That's my exit. Yeah. Right. That's when I like, okay, we're going to get into a territory now where I think they would have more fun if I'm not there. And I certainly just don't need to be there. Um, so that the, tomorrow I can get, I can still keep it. Like I say, we're still running the team again. Look at head coaches of any major sporting team and tell yeah. me that they go out and doing yeah know. i think the only night they ever do that is the night they, they win, win the super bowl yeah when it's over yeah, yeah when it's so i'll tell you what when i take this company public i will get shit faced with everybody <laughs> <laughs> there we go okay so let's actually move on a little bit um to kind of another uh thing we're just hitting on gary today but next week it'll be someone else so watch it uh he also put a, a post up on facebook which uh in the recording you will see uh, if you're watching on YouTube, um, but we actually don't have 
right now for the live. But basically, to summarize, one of the sentences he said in this Facebook uh, post is, I'm worried about the great resignation. You know, you have no idea what the great never applying in the first place is going to look like. And then he said, I'm with the kids. They're like, F this. I'm just going to go do TikTok and brand deals and YouTube videos. Uh, and he said... I think there are a lot of people who are willing to make 57K a year and live within their means just to make YouTube videos about dot, 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 corn. Uh, and he basically, in stating that, like, the great resignation is because people have found social media an easy platform to take on, I guess, to a degree. So, okay, I want to be fair to Gary. I, he didn't say that, I don't think. It's his team. His team? Okay, yeah. sure. We'll I, I think, right? Because at his size... Uh, but he does say stuff like this. So I, I know he believes in this. He says, just create content, yes. you know, et cetera, et cetera. I, His goal is to make 100 pieces of content a day. Oh, Gary, brother, hats off. That's how I said I respect you, but holy shit, that's a lot. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, let's break that down. First of all, 57K a year is a lot. Yeah, a I lot. looked it up. That's about uh, 500 bucks is about 100 to 300,000 views on a video. Yeah. So it's a lot. Um, it's the amount of energy, time, effort it'll take to get a following big enough to make 57K. The problem, <laughs> it's a lot. Um, and uh, some will do it. Yeah, absolutely. Masses won't. Masses need a job. It's just the way things work. I don't know how else, like, unless the government starts giving out stimulus checks, which, ta-da, I'm sorry, that doesn't really done. work well. <laughs> we just tested it. and. Um, so I and and okay, so fine. Fifty-seven k is easy. Let's just say on social media. What the heck kind of? He says live within your means. Fifty-seven k is not means anymore. No, not it at all. It just isn't. You know what? Back-to-back -back quarters of 10 15 percent, which is what the inflation really is. Um, fifty-seven k is nothing. Mm -mm. I'm sorry. Like it's hard. Okay, I shouldn't say it's nothing. First of all, we live in a privileged country. Fifty-seven k in a different country is is everything. So I, I just like that message, right? I want to say like, when you have his type of reach, every word you say, man, you got your you with that with great power comes, comes great, great responsibility. responsibility. And I think that's misusing that responsibility. Mm. That that is not easy to do. It's really hard to do this. And I think better yet, how about we teach people to get to get to do something that they do enjoy that I think, you know what, if I could talk to young people, I would say instead of getting any job, random job, tell me this, how is your current job helping move you towards your future that you dream yeah. of? That's why, this is my opinion now, okay? I don't, I don't live in that. I, that's why I think people are so dissatisfied with their work mm. because I've done jobs that I absolutely hated and loved. Why? I didn't like the job, but I was doing it because I wanted it was my stepping stone to this. So I didn't care about the short term pain. I think people get this problem because they get into a job that they feel like they're trapped in for life. And that's when it turns into resentment and hatred. So I wish the messaging was more like, hey, let's figure out where you want to be and what you want to do. Track out the path and then make sure that your current situation and employment or income strategy helps is part you get of that there. path. Yeah. Yeah, That's kind of like way. the dress for the job you want, but instead kind of work for the job you want a little yeah. bit. Or you don't want a job. Great. You want to be a social media influencer. Well, you know what? If you want to be a social media influencer, how about we get you an assistant job to an existing social media influencer? Yeah. How about we get you a video See editing job like. for an existing social media influencer? So like instead of working at Starbucks, which is making you, you know, not making you happy, let's let's make you work twice as hard 
and earn same or less for a social media influencer, but you know every day that grind has infinite ROI for you because you're learning something and you're not just doing it for the money. Like, there you go. Like, that's, to me, an inspiring message that should be taught mm -hmm. versus, hey, just don't apply for anything at all and go make 57K on social media talking <laughs> about corn. Yeah. Do you think, I, this is just coming to mind, I don't even have this in my notes, but do you think part of, you probably do, maybe you've even seen uh, actual evidence of this. Do you think a lot a lot of the world is moving towards this remote working uh, situation, mm -hmm. which I'm down for. Now, if I'm honest with myself, and I, it, this is kind of the question I have, do you think a lot of the world is really excited about remote work because they feel like as maybe an employee or even as a boss, they don't have to work as hard or they could get away with, you know, kind of doing less because they're not being watched? Why do you constantly? get excited when there's a substitute teacher in school? Oh, because you don't have to do anything. That's, 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 it's, that's what it is. It's a harsh reality. I'm sorry. And again, here I go getting attacked. But, oh, you hate employees. No, I'm just a common freaking... Listen, man. It's true. Okay. If... If I have to work or not work, I'll choose not work. Me too, right? Yeah. Like I'll do it. Now I'm not saying everyone doesn't work from home. Mm -mm. I mean, we are running mostly virtual company. I love my people, and and um, but I don't mind if my learn team's watching. I'll tell them like you probably don't work as hard, you know, as if you. Well, we don't get things done as well. Yeah, unless, not as, as quick. if we were in person. Um, Lunch breaks are longer. <laughs> I also feel like it happened so abruptly, so quickly. We have not had a chance, and I'm speaking on behalf of an employee and a manager or boss, um, I don't think we've had a chance to really figure out what working from home means to us. It just literally, come on, we were fine and dandy, lucky. Go, go. Yeah. We were probably 20 years away from this being a reality. You know, Mark Zuckerberg was still having to figure out this meta thing and we were going to work from our virtual, <laughs> you know, why don't they have legs, by the way? The le for the virtual reality? In meta, yeah. Why don't we have legs? Well, it depends meta? on what you're like playing right, sorry but, it's completely <laughs> we i could talk about the metaverse right. for a long time just, it really Future bothers episode. me like if i could just ask mark zuckerberg one question it's like i just want my avatar to have, to legs. have legs like it depends on what you're playing some of them have legs floating around so anyways so we didn't have an opportunity to process and all the one one day we went um so i've had this funny conversation and i if one of my team members who i had this conversation with is watching love you don't get upset um this is how the conversation went I really, really, really miss coming to work. I really miss the the human interaction and the people and you know, I just, I miss it. And me saying right there, I'm like on Zoom or on audio, I'm like, great, see you tomorrow. Yeah. Come on in, I'm here. I'm here every day. Portwick's here every day. Andrew's here every day. Lisa's here every day. We're here every day. Come on in. Oh, yeah. I got a thing. Uh, you know, it's like the thing with the Not thing. Not feeling great. And like, Might yeah. have COVID. And, um, yeah, I got to take my pet rabbit in for, you know, this thing tomorrow. <laughs> it's like, um, but yeah, but that's a, that's a great idea. Eventually. I, I, yeah. I'll come by. I think, you know, Thursday, I think Thursday I can come for like 12 to 3, like 12 to 3 Thursday. And to me, in my head, I just go, dude, don't even bother. Like, what's the point? Yeah. Right. Or the person will be like, well, you know, you're right. Like, I want to come in, but I was just thinking, right? Like, I, all I, like my that, stuff's that here. Travel time. My, I got my, my equipment's my, here. I got my perfect setup and my computer. And in my head, I'm just like, all right, then work from home. Mm -hmm. Ah, but I just don't feel that connection when I work from home. Well, bro, I don't, I can't, I, 
I am a human and the other does uh, like I know I own a company, but I am a human and I cannot solve that problem for you. Mm-hmm. You need to figure out what you want. I, I've given you both choices, but you can't complain on both of them. Yeah. Right. And so here's how this is going to play out. This is my guess. And so far I've been proven to be right. Porvik is uh, evidence of it. I told him a year ago how this is going to go. It's all driven by the big companies. The big companies are pain in our butts. They, they, they bend so quickly and they do all these things. And then the smaller businesses like myself have to kind of you know, adapt because adapt. your employees want that. So they're all calling their team back. Mm. That's happening. Google, Microsoft, all of them that have written, once said, we'll never work on site again mm. and go home. They're all trying to say, uh, yeah, come on back. Okay. So, but those employees are like, no, not yeah. going to do it. And I, and I don't disagree. Listen, I actually think I'm actually on the side of the employees here. I don't, I don't think we should be back in the office full time, 40 hours a week. I don't think it's required. I don't think it's necessary. I sit in the middle. Um, so soon those employees can be like, well, I quit. I'm going to go work for XYZ company. Because so, they work from home. <laughs> because they work from home. But slowly, the big companies, they, they carry a lot of pull, right? You have a lot of sweet stock options. You have a lot of amazing benefits that the smaller companies don't offer. So some of the team members will be like, some of the employees will be like, all right, I'll go back. I'll go back. As that starts to happen, the smaller businesses are going to go, ha We require it too. Mm. Because now we're no longer scared. See, smaller businesses, if I put that rule in tomorrow, people will be like, whatever, I'll go work for... Yeah, XYZ. But once those XYZ start doing it, it backtracks. So a year ago, what I said was going to happen because this thing took off and the big companies were offering any any money. I mean, I've had, I've heard of people leaving and tripling their salary overnight. Like that kind of stuff leads to inflation. And I said, that's going to impact their public earnings, which we're seeing. Yep. And then they're going to go, uh oh, spending too much money. They're going to do mass layoffs. And we're there now. And then it's going to kind of turn. The tides will turn. And uh, they haven't yet. I mean, still, there's, I think I read this morning, two jobs, two um, two um, openings for every one person looking for a job. There's 11 million openings and 4.5 million people looking for a job right now. So it's like, it is totally in your control if you're looking yeah. for a job. Like you have, you know, you have control. But I, I'm a little worried about the economy right now, and I'm worried about where that's going. So all of this is going to question this whole work from home thing. We are never going to go back to what it was. Never. That's not. That's yeah. gone. That's done. And it should be. It should be done. And it's done. We're going to do a hybrid. And we don't understand. Hybrids require discipline. We as humans don't have that. <laughs> no, we don't. So that's the that's Especially the challenge. Especially when no one's watching, it's a lot harder to. Have that's it. the challenge. Uh, yeah, dude. I mean, I uh, we uncovered people. Um, and not at Learn. Thankfully, again, I love our culture at Learn. It's just we don't get this. Uh, but another company I was invested in, we found one employee who had uh, two jobs full time. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. You know, so if this kind of stuff keeps happening, then business owners, they tighten. And, and then like the ones who do great and do good, they get hurt. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, I just got a I got a check from a, another employer. Uh, someone called me two days ago and said, is this person still working for you? I was like, no, they left like eight months ago. Why are you asking? And he's like, oh, because we just found out that they're working for us and two other companies. And I was curious if it was three other companies, including still working for you. I'm like, no. So we're like, like three paychecks. That's nice though. Yeah. It's <laughs> for the it, little bit of it's interesting. Good so, for you. you know, people, get in, people get creative. And so um, free market systems adapt to accommodate it. So this is a good segue to my next 
kind of topic. I wanted to hit on this briefly because I know you don't know a ton about it, but I just wanted to, and we've kind of talked about it here, but that's the point of this episode. Um, in, it, I kind of consider remote work almost a benefit at this point. Uh, you know, I really enjoy working from home. Jobs that say that I can work remote do entice me more than ones that don't. Um, but I think, and so in the same vein, I think there's a lot of other things that employees are demanding now that they weren't before um, in terms of benefits, uh, you know, whether it's healthcare, 401k, dental, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and I'm not going to go into specifics or anything about, you know, anything that Learn is doing, but there's, there's, a, there's a movement, and I brought it up to you a few weeks ago, uh, called r slash anti-work. So this is a movement that was on Reddit. In fact, in 2020, it was the biggest Reddit page on Reddit that Reddit put it on the front of their site uh, as one of the default that you go could go to, r slash anti-work. And it started as... Uh, their motto was food, healthcare, and homes for all wages was kind of their idea. Uh, but then they re they recently, and they never took any press. The press would constantly be like, can we talk to you about what you mean and how you're possibly going to accomplish this? And they always were like, nobody talked to anyone because we're going to do it, but we're not going to tell anyone how. And we're going to do it by not doing anything. Uh, and so it's, it's the best. It started. It started around like 2019, 2020. It's actually been around since 2013. What's it called it, again? Just for everyone. Anti work. Anti work. R slash anti work. Creative name, guys. It started. It really popped off in like 2019, 2020, as uh, it started where people would post videos or screenshots of them texting their boss like "You suck. I quit." kind of stuff like okay. i don't get enough you i quit and they'd kind of go viral and people would support each other um but it again they were kind of their their goal was to get everyone good wages and benefits with with less work uh just in general but mm -hmm. you know uh good benefit good wages and good benefits for whatever job then finally, one individual decided and agreed to go on Fox News, uh, Fox News show. I forget the uh, reporter at the time. Was it Tucker? It was not Tucker. Oh, that would just be fun. Um, <laughs> it would have been yeah. hilarious. Uh, but basically, the guy or the girl, I forget, couldn't uh, couldn't explain why, how they were going to do what they were going to do. Sure. The guy was like, I. I want to be a philosopher. Currently, I'm a dog walker, but I believe that uh, like people shouldn't have to work. Which is work. Which is work. Which yeah, is the work. guy actually said, he was like, so you are working. And he was like, well, Stop. I got to pay the bills. And then the Fox guy started laughing. Um, <laughs> but, but I actually want to spin this, not to just ask like, you know, what yeah. he, oh, actually, they also changed their motto now. Now their mo slogan is unemployment for all, not just the rich. Is there a uh, slogan? <laughs> I <wish>. um, <laughs> but I tell you all this not to... I, I, I don't want your opinion necessarily... Well, I want your opinion straight up. Sure. But I want to ask you a few questions about it. Specifically, yeah. are there... You know, and we've kind of talked about it here today. But is there any area where you maybe empathize with just, you know, a normal employee in today's day and age... 
in terms of like we've talked about inflation as well as how expensive just you know things like rent are becoming mm-hmm. um and is there any any area where you actually you know you understand at least <clears throat> the original part of the movement of you know we we want to make sure we can take care of ourselves kind mm-hmm. of thing hell yeah i mean of course i i it yeah i believe fully in the fact that if you have a job you should be able to cover your bare minimums right um but where i where i'm getting kind of skipping on words right now is that how can that be only the responsibility like how can that like if like if if one of my team members came to me and said you know i'm going to do my best but i have to i have to follow within a certain thing right like i can't just say well you're living in in this neighborhood so your costs are higher so yeah it, it just doesn't work that way it's, it's not scalable to do it that way um also we don't have unlimited funds at a business so it's at some point see here's what happens and here's what is happening there is a you ever seen um atlas shrugged have you heard uh, of Atlas I've Shrugged? heard of it okay so it's a great book i watched the movie version um uh, <laughs> It's like three long movies. They're really fun, uh, good movies. Atlas Shrugged is when the world's creators, innovators, and entrepreneurs, and the wealthy, as we would say, they're, they get so fed up of being vilified that they just quit. Mm. So what we don't talk about, when we talk about um, entrepreneurs getting rich, what we don't talk about is all the risk they took. What we don't talk about is, for example, for me, the three years in a row that I was bleeding money, running out of money, but my employees always got paid. My employees even got their annual raises, but I was actually like almost bankrupt. Mm. But I didn't go to any of them and say, hey, can you take a half cut? But then all of a sudden year four, when I'm making money and I'm making a ton of money, it's the automatic assumption that I should divvy all of that out in bonuses and that it is not my money, but it is the money of the employee. Well, so what's in it for the entrepreneur in the end? Because if it's going to be like that, the entrepreneur is going to say, well, the risk isn't worth, right? Like if I told you right now, hey, put five bucks down on this table, we're going to, we're going to run a fun little betting game. And the best you can do is win four. The worst you can do is lose all five. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Are you going to do the bet with me? No shot. No, right? So that we have that that's a that is a very simple analogy of unless you keep that conversation favored in a way that you would say, "Okay, I put my $5 down." I, we collapse. Okay? So going to the conversation of employees being able to manage their bare minimums, absolutely. Okay? So what do I do for that? In my company, we offer by far the best health insurance I can get access to. By far. Oh, dude. It's, I remember when I worked here, I took so much advantage of that. Yeah. I, it was the best. We, we, it's the, it's, it is the best I'm allowed to get, you know? And so I'll just talk numbers without naming anyone because people don't realize this. So when, when, when at a business, when we hire someone, it is about 22 to 25% of their salary is additional benefit cost. So if I just hired someone for $100,000 a year, I am paying $25,000 a year in additional cost. They don't see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't they don't recognize that. that. That's a lot. That's a lot of money. Um, if I hire someone that has a family, it's a family of four or five medical insurance. We're not allowed to ask and I never do. And I don't care. I generally have never cared. Um, if that employee says, hey, I'm going to put everybody on our health care plan. And because I cover, I think, 70 or 80 percent of the health, that's about two grand a month. 
$2,000 a month out of the business's pocket. Now, in this case, in this business, that's my pocket because mm -hmm. I own the company fully. So to me, when you ask that question, my answer is, I, I do care. And I'm already doing a lot of stuff because yeah. I care. I'm giving, you know, we offer life insurance here. We pay for our employees' life insurance so that if something happens to them, their family gets like two years worth of salary or three years worth of salary. That's not a common benefit for a company of our size. We offer um, all kinds of other benefits, right? Actually, our benefits plans are so good that when, when we're hiring people, I'm like, I don't even know how to explain them. You gotta talk to HR. Like, yeah. We have good plans though. Yeah. So when other things happen, but at what point do I say, I don't have the ability to, to help right. that? Like, it sucks. I don't know what to tell you, but let's figure. So I'll always be down for a solution, but there always will be a point where it's like, sorry, I can't. Mm -hmm. and, but what happens now is as soon as you say, sorry, I can't, everything you did do is immediately forgotten. Doesn't matter. And you're instantly going to get yelled at for yeah. being evil. And it's usually because something came up that the person did not prepare for. Yeah. And then they just turn to the business owner or the boss or whoever's giving them those benefits and want yeah. want them to fix it. Yeah, and, and remember the business is the, the the irony of it, and this is I wish people would just understand simple economics. The business can turn around and do that. Well the business has to pay for it somehow. So the business is going to increase their prices. And so you are going to be paying more for products and services from all the businesses that you are buying from because their employees are doing the same thing that you're doing. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying that's what inflation is. Yeah. That's uh, welcome to inflation. Like that's how it works. And we're in the middle of it and it's not good. Yeah. This this collapses usually. So it's tough though, man. I mean, it really is. I'm gonna tell you, like I we were talking about housing. We were yeah. talking right now. And I said, I'm freaking out because interest rates are going up so high. I am scared of how, how people are going to live. Right. But, but we also, but, but there were economists and experts saying, saying this very thing two years ago when stimulus checks were being cut. Right. So it's like, that's why that movement of like, we it just doesn't work. Like I don't see how it works. Right. Like I, I think I am very capitalist. And so that's just how I've been. But yeah, I, I think the answer to, to your question is I do truly genuinely care and I do the most I absolutely can, but I cannot do everything. Um, I always make this joke. I say I won, I was uh, class president, seventh grade. And Congratulations. Was, thank you. It was awesome. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah really, I, I swept that other guy. I don't even remember his name. Gone. He, he did, doesn't even exist. He's, yeah, you suck. I. <laughs> Just kidding. I really don't remember what it was. <laughs> so if you're watching, I'm sorry. Um, I promised um, four-day school week. I promised uh, free vending machines and MTV in every class. MTV? MTV. Did, and did they do all those things for you guys? Hell no. <laughs> Man, I, did, 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 I was sitting in the assembly making these pitches and like I, pres like I was giving my speech and the principal's there. I'm just saying that's what happens with the same. That's the anti-work movement. Yeah. It's me standing on stage presenting how I will give a four-day school week. Like, I'm going to impact national policy <laughs> on four schools. Day school week. As a seventh-grade president. Yes. I ran, one school. I ran for student council. We had a student council. And I ran for student council. And my, my only running point was that every year we would have a school-wide putt-putt tournament. And I did not win. <laughs> that was my only point. Yeah. My my friend ran that he would get us vending machines for our school, and the the school principal told him never. And then in a year he got them. We don't know how, but he got them. It was crazy. Wow, that good. kid, yeah, good for Josh Merriman. 
Great job. Josh, run for president, man. Dude, honestly. Good for you. Uh, okay, so again, the anti-work movement, especially now after most of the people that believed in the original cause have now left and made a new group because now anti-work is literally, I'm not going to work. And hey, people, listen. Well, I was going to, this yeah. is my question. If you were going to talk to those people and encourage them yeah. and give them advice on what to do, what would what would you say? Can I honest, be honest? Yeah, I wouldn't absolutely. Talk, I wouldn't talk to them. Oh, okay. Well, if you were going to talk to the, the yeah. group that maybe had some sort of motivation. <laughs> and I don't and I don't say it in a mean way. I know that comes off that way. I Listen, I I am such a believer of like do what, you know, like okay. Hey, I'm that's wrong. That's what you want to do. That's maybe what I'm wrong. Do. If you want to do, go do it, man. Show it to us. I don't believe it's going to work. I don't believe in what you're doing, but hell if it works, it works, right? So, 2 years ago when comp packages started going through the roof and i was like this isn't sustainable this isn't right this isn't good i was like who the hell cares what i think market says what the market says you go you either go along with it or you don't go along with it yeah um so to the people who were genuinely seeking my opinion on that i would simply say it doesn't work you're i mean they're basically saying communism slash socialism well what about in terms of just you know, the idea we just talked about of fair wages and, you know, looking towards your business for the correct benefits and things. Yeah. Like so that. fair wages, in my opinion, unless it's determined by the open market is a collapsing system. It's socialism. Um, because when you try to hard determine fair wages, we get that $5 problem mm -hmm. where right. the, the person being thought about the last in that conversation is actually the person who controls everything. I hate to say it, but mm -hmm. Um, it is the entrepreneurs that have a lot of influence. They create the jobs. So if you take that five, if you incentivize that entrepreneur to take the $5 bill off the table, you, you collapsed. Mm. And so uh, that's your red line. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And the only way to protect against that is let the market decide the, the, the numbers. It's kind of a sucky way to do it, but it's the only way that's worked in the past. Yeah. <laughs> So if someone can figure out a way that's going to work, then you're willing to listen to it. 100%. But you, Dude, we I, haven't seen it yet. Shit, I love being wrong. I'm wrong like all the time. So I love being wrong. <laughs> so I, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong and let's do it. But at the same time, if you tell me, hey, Onik, you have to take all the risk. So on the on the years that you your company loses money, you have to lose all that money. But on the years that you make money, you can only have 10% of it. That's the first day I say, I'm good. Thanks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Why would... Yeah. yeah. And that's not vindictive. It's just like, well, it's not worth it. That's mm -hmm. not a bet. I don't like to go to Vegas and bet my money. I never do. So I don't. So mm -hmm. Vegas doesn't get my money. It, that's not like, I don't have ill feelings towards Vegas. I just don't like that bet. Cool. Yeah. Few last questions here. We're going to turn a little bit, a little less heavy. I just want to bring up some recent uh, weekly topics or, you know, kind of timely topics. First off, since the last time we talked, since our test episode, Elon has acquired Twitter. He hasn't really acquired it. He hasn't acquired it, but they've yeah. accepted his deal. Yeah. Thoughts? I don't, I don't think it's going to happen for some reason. Still? I'm a little bit skeptical. A lot of stuff has to go down. One thing I would tell Elon, and but who the hell am I to tell anything Elon, but he probably, this would be the time to go quiet now. Mm. You don't poke the bear. He hasn't talked a lot yet. He said something recently about how he's considering a pay-to-play for government people. And like the, the last people you want to be like poking right now is the government because they can stop this. They can find some convoluted stupid way to do it um i my thoughts are fair market free open market he made an offer they went through the channels and he gets to own it i mean yeah. i go to the store i pick up an apple and i say i will buy you and i own you 
I it's the same thing. It's just bigger. I don't know this for sure, but I I saw something on Twitter about part of the deal is because he's paying it all in in basically money from shares. Mm -hmm. uh, the Tesla stock price has to stay at a certain height in order for him to have the money to do it, supposedly. I've heard that uh, too. And so a bunch of people have been trying to tank the Tesla price to stop it. Yeah. Now, I don't know how true that is or how much that will impact it, but who yeah. knows. That's in, and uh, that, welcome to free market. Yeah. And then finally, just want to end on this. Tell us a little bit. You've done, what, a week, two weeks with, with a new daughter? With, what is it been Ava? like? Yeah. Yes. Oh, man. We're... Congratulations again, by the Thank way. Thank you. Thank you. Tomorrow is two weeks. She has to be 14 days. Um, you know, uh, I was in the room when she was born, obviously, and everyone says this, right? They're like, oh, it's a, it's a, it's a feeling. It's the best feeling in the world. It's, and I was so petrified that I won't have a feeling because mm. then I would judge myself and I'll just be like, cause I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not a feeling, feeling kind of guy. Like I don't. And I was like, yeah, I mean, love, I understand love. I, I love a lot of things and people and I love them dearly and I would mm -hmm. do anything for them. So how much more can you really love? And so here's the analogy I set up the minute she was born. I don't really love her. She owns me. <laughs> it's just different. Love is, a, love is a just understatement. It's just like an understanding. It's just like, yeah, yeah, of course I love her, but she actually owns me. Like I've been, this is my first day back to work today and I've spent half a day and I'm like pissed because I'm getting pictures and I'm like, other people are spending time with her. Like it's mm. not, that's not faring well, well with me in my head. And so of course I'll get over that. And I'm not saying, but I'm saying, I'm trying to explain to people like that love. Mm -hmm. And unless you feel it, like it, it, and it happened the minute I saw her, it took me years to fall in love with other people. But the minute I, I saw her, I was like, all right, I'm yours, whatever. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's been amazing. Um, she's such a sweet little girl and, um, she's, she likes her milk <laughs> fudge, dude. Oh my God. She is, uh. she, she rages. Like, so I actually had to ask some friends and I had to like call the doctor and I was like, yo, something wrong with her. And they're she's like, eating a lot. they're no, no, it's not even how much she's eating. She gives you seven seconds, dude. From the time that she's hungry, you have seconds, sec seven seconds to put a bottle in her mouth or she is raising hell. Oh, okay. Okay. Right? And so, um, and, and you hate to see a little, like, it's yeah, so hard to see them cry, cry, right? And so, uh, <laughs> of course, our doctor and, like, all my friends are, like, just totally normal. Like, it's okay. I'm like, <laughs> all right. How I bet doctors get those calls constantly. Yes, yes. And they must hate people yes. like you that'll be I'm like, Doc, sure. it's been seven minutes yeah. and she's freaking out. <laughs> what do I do? She's eating too much. They're like, just feed the child. I'm like, okay. Um, <laughs> No, it's such a cool thing, man. I'm learning a lot. I'm it's I am so grateful that my in-laws are staying with us. Mm. I've had to do half night shifts for the last two nights because my wife and I are like trying to figure this out without the in-laws because yeah, they're yeah. not gonna be there forever. I'm tired, man. Like, <laughs> and it's not her. This is the crazy thing. When you hear parents can't sleep, you automatically think it's the kid keeping them up. She doesn't keep me up. Last night she slept like a baby and actually slept really well. But during the hours that are mine, first, I have a problem. It takes me a while to fall asleep. I don't, mm -hmm. I'm not that guy that hits the bed and falls asleep. So if it takes me an hour to fall asleep and she's going to wake me up every two hours for a feed, we have a problem. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not going to sleep well. <laughs> then the other hour, you're disturbed sleeping because you know there is this, you know. And you're kind of like, is, huh, she's yeah, not is, is, crying. Is she okay? Yeah, exactly. Is, yeah. is the thing in her mouth? Can she breathe? Did she spit up? Yeah. So every five minutes, you're getting up to look. 
all my friends have also told me like that goes and it with time right? you get used to it um but it's it's awesome man i don't i i don't know how to explain it and put it into words um except for uh i have i have a really good time with her she's sweet she listens like i'm already giving her life lessons everyone in my family laughs they're like seriously but i'm like pulling her aside every night that's awesome talking about you know <laughs> i was watching the all-in podcast talking mm-hmm. about corporate governance and i was like are you listening like, you know? <laughs> uh i forgot to ask this question at the beginning so i'm just going to close on this question has your vision or your view is a better word has your view of work and how you spend your time, I guess, mm-hmm. changed since having a daughter. Um, no, because I think I was already in that evolution. Mm. If anything, I'm getting more avid about protecting my time. I've been on this thing um, that we haven't talked about. And it might be a fun thing to talk about in a future episode. Sure. Um, I have this mission I'm working towards. I want to run my company from my cell phone only. I don't want to open a computer. Yeah, I saw you post about yeah. if someone could do it from a laptop. No, no laptops, no or computers. An iPad or something. Uh, I don't even want an iPad because I don't like iPads. Okay. This, this is it. This is how I'm going to run my business. Um, and it's been awesome. This is, do you want to know how you know you have the right team and a great team is if you can run your company from a phone. That's how you know you have the best team. So I've actually this whole week been running it from this. So I think with my daughter now, you know, it's 530 right now. Like I register that it's 530. Like I was like in my head, I'm like, I should have been home a half an hour ago. Like all of a sudden five o'clock is a thing, but it's not a thing because I want to be home by five so I can, you know, not work past five. It's because I know like she'll be most active between five and eight. And I want to spend that time with her. Yeah. Um, but no, I was already kind of on this place of like making sure I'm I'm empowering the team to lead, and that I am not in the way. I'm not doing everything. I don't want to do everything. Where I've gotten really, where I've really woken up over the last year or two is like there are so many things I don't enjoy doing. There are so many things I'm not good at doing. And now I have achieved. Now I can say, I paid my dues. Now I can say. I don't want to do that. Cool. So I'm not going to do it. Awesome. And so lately I've been saying, I don't want to do that. I'm not going to do it. Cool. Yep. Awesome. Well, that does it for me, unless there's anything else you want to say. No. Um, listen, everyone, we're playing around and messing around with this structure. And so give us feedback and we're going to post this. will be our first episode we post on YouTube. And um, if you've got, I think eventually what we're going to do is build systems for you to be able to send questions to Joe. Yeah, and, definitely. Uh, for us to be able to engage and interact live. And um, again, I feel like there's a lot of stuff I have in my head. Um, when I get asked, I give better answers, I hope, I think. And uh, yeah, don't get offended. If I said something you don't agree with, I still love the shit out of you. I mean it. Um, tell me otherwise. Open my mind. Yeah. Change my mind. Discuss, dis- discuss about what we talked about. Yeah. Comment. Say what you think he said was wrong. Don't wish death upon me. Just No. No death. Give me your thoughts. Cool. Awesome. Well, thank you everybody for tuning in. Uh, This will go live Friday? Friday. Okay, cool. So every Friday you can expect this live on YouTube. Uh, Is there anything else that we should should close with, I guess? No. When life pushes you, stand straight, smile, and push it the heck back. Push it the heck back. Peace. (laughs) Peace.